Hey, welcome to Pro Preacher. I'm your host, Brandon Hilgeman, the founder of ProPreacher.com, and this is a podcast all about helping you grow your influence and ability to preach. Well, a little while ago, I did a piece on what I thought were the best Bibles for preaching based on my personal preference of the ESV translation. And I'm not gonna get into translations. That would be a much bigger piece because there's a lot of debate about which is the best translation. But based on my personal preference of the ESV Bible, which one would be the best for preaching? And so I compared the ESV Pastor's Bible with the ESV Preaching Bible. These are two very different Bibles in terms of size and quality and price. And I determined that the Preaching Bible did a great job for what it was meant for, to be a great Bible to carry with you, to set on your stage or on your podium, to use, to read when you are preaching. And the Pastor's Bible was great for the everyday all around pastor. What I didn't count on is the number of people who wrote comments and wrote me emails and chimed in saying how much they loved the best-selling ESV Bible, the ESV Thinline. And so since I didn't have an ESV Thinline Bible on me at the time, I reached out to my friends at Crossway and being super generous people over there, they sent me a Thinline ESV Bible in genuine leather so that I could do an honest review and comparison. And so I've been using the ESV Thinline Bible for my primary Bible for the past month so I could really get into it really get some use out of it and see why so many people love this Bible so much. So is the Thin Line Bible the best all around Bible for a pastor? That's the question I wanna answer today. And I'm gonna tell you what I think, but first let's get into a little bit of a comparison between all of them and which ones win in different categories. Now, the first thing you're looking at aside from the translation is the price. And just looking at price, if you look at the ESV, Thin line on Crossway's website, it's priced at about $50. But I'll tell you, if you go on Amazon, you can get a better deal where it's gonna be more in the $30 range. And that's a really good deal for a really quality, solid Bible. Now, if you go to the pastor's Bible and take a step up, you're gonna see it listed at about $80 on Crossway's website. So that's a lot more than the thin line but not too much more if you like the features and you like the extra size, uh, that's, that's gonna be a good price point for you there. Moving on to the Preaching Bible, this one is listed for $200. That's two with two zeros, and that is an expensive premium Bible price right there that you have to decide, is that gonna be worth it for you? That's gonna price out of some people's budget. But on Amazon, you can actually get a better deal on it for around $120 right now, which is pretty, pretty good for a premium, high-quality Bible like this one. So if you're just factoring in price, if price is a major decision maker for you because you're on a limited budget, I'd have to say the thin line definitely wins. For getting this for between $30 to $50, this is definitely the best bargain, the best deal out there for a really quality Bible. Now it's the same materials and quality as you'd get with like the pastor's Bible, but a lot smaller size and a lot smaller price. All right, the next thing we wanna look at is the cover of the Bible. Is it a good quality cover that's gonna last you a long time and it's gonna hold up to the everyday wear and tear of ministry? And looking at the Thin Line Bible, this one is in genuine leather and this cover is really, really good. The genuine leather cover, it's durable, it's strong, it's solid, but it's also a nice quality. It's a little soft to the touch still even. And uh, the more I've used it throughout the last month, Month, the, the, it's the more pliable it's gotten, a little bit softer, not quite as firm and stiff as it was in the beginning when I first opened it. And this is just a really good 
quality cover that's guaranteed to last you a lifetime. And I really do think this is gonna hold up. I have no problem uh, feeling like this cover is gonna protect this Bible if I were to just toss it in a bag or shove it somewhere in my pocket. If I had a pocket big enough to fit this, if I'm wearing cargo pants or something, right? Um, but if you were to throw this in a bag, toss it in your car, carry it with you everywhere, this cover is going to last. It's gonna hold up. It's a good, good cover. Now the pastor's Bible, the cover is the same. It's genuine leather, just like the thin line genuine leather. And it's really roughly just about the same as, as what you're getting with the thin line. It's quality, it's strong, it's durable. I have no problem carrying this with me, tossing it in my car, throwing it into a bag. And this cover is gonna, it's gonna stand the test of time. It's gonna withstand anything you hit it with. Uh, it's a solid, good leather cover, just like the thin line. But now, if you move up to the preaching Bible, one of the reasons it's more expensive is because this one is goat skin leather, and it is just beautiful, it is soft, you have to feel it, you have to smell it, it just smells good. Um, you could take a nap on this thing. It is just a really quality, soft, flexible, just really nice, nice leather that you really have to see and feel to understand the difference between the goat skin leather and the genuine leather. Again, this is guaranteed to last your lifetime. However, I will say that with the flexibility of the goat skin leather, it does make me a little bit more nervous to take this Bible and toss it in a bag or throw it uh, in the side of my car, taking with me to a Bible study or to a meeting because the flexibility of it, I'd be worried that it would flip over, it would bend too much and maybe get the page is damaged because the cover flopped and, and moved too easily. And so for the quality of the leather, I will have to say the winnering goes to the preaching Bible because it's just such nice quality, good goatskin leather. However, for durability, for, for everyday wear and tear, I will say that the pastor's Bible and the thin line Bible, the genuine leather actually feels a little more sturdy to me. But overall, goatskin leather just feels the best. It is such high quality stuff. It is premium, it is nice. But again, for me, for everyday wear and tear for the pastor, um, I, do like, I do like the durability of the genuine leather on the thin line. So I would actually say for a pastor, for every day in the grind of ministry, I do like this cover better for the durability and portability of it. Next, we wanna compare the size of the Bible. For the thin line, this is gonna be the smallest one, obviously. The thin line's roughly 5.375 inches wide. It's gonna be eight. 0.375 inches tall, and it's less than an inch thick. So this is a, the thin line is just a really, really great size of a Bible for carrying around with you. What I love about this Bible is that it's really easy to carry, it's really easy to read in just one hand. I found myself when I was doing my personal Bible study with this over the last month, uh, easily just picking it up and carrying it with me, easily opening it up in one hand and just holding it in one hand and just reading with one hand open to the Bible, my other hand being able to uh, use to track the text with me or um, to pull up my Logos Bible app on my phone if I wanted to compare a commentary or something else as I'm studying the Bible. And it was great and easy to handle in just one hand. I love the size of this. Now, also the weight of this Bible is only 1.62 
pounds, which makes it really light, really portable, really easy. You're not gonna get really tired out carrying this. If you're preaching and you're waving it around or you're you're hanging on to it, it's really easy, it's really light, and it's it's a really good portable size of the Bible. It's not so, so small, like a pocket-sized Bible, but it's also not too big and unwieldy that you can carry around with you. And so for the portability and the size aspect, you gotta love the the form factor of the thin line. It's great. And I can see why so many people love this size of a Bible. Really easy just to carry in one hand. Now, if you compare that with the pastor's Bible, the pastor's Bible is about six inches wide by nine inches tall. So it's just a little bit bigger than the thin line. If you compare the two together, the pastor's Bible you can see is just a little bigger than the thin line, and it's also just a little over an inch thick. So where the thin line is, un is under an inch thick, the pastor's Bible is just a little bit over an inch thick. So it's not too much of a difference, but you can tell the difference when you're holding it in your hand. But where you're really seeing the difference is just in the little bit extra width and a little bit extra height on the pastor's Bible. Now, there are some benefits to that, and there's some drawbacks. For portability, it's a little bit bigger, it's a little bit bulkier. However, it does allow for, you'll see, for a bigger page and for a bigger font. And uh, some people like the size of this. If I'm on stage and I'm preaching and I wanna hold up a Bible, it, uh, just for the sheer um, size and the look of it for people far away, if I'm holding up a bigger Bible, that's gonna look better than holding up a smaller Bible is easier to see. It, it just, it, it'll draw your attention a little bit more if I'm pointing to the Bible, using it as an example of how we need to trust in God's word. I do like the size of this one. Also, when it's on the podium and you're looking at it, as we'll see in the layout, I do like the bigger size of that. So, but here's the thing I have noticed though, using this as my everyday Bible for a while and then switching to the thin line, when I'm on the pastor's Bible with my everyday, when I'm reading it, I can hold it open in one hand, but really more often than not, I found myself using two hands to hold it because it's just a little bit bigger, a little bit bulkier. The weight of it is 2.16 pounds. So it's a little bit heavier than the thin line, although I do think that the two pounds, just a little over two pounds, really not that big of a deal. Um, but I did find myself holding it more with two hands, whereas the thin line, it just felt more natural to hold with one. You can hold the pastor's Bible with one hand and it's, it's totally fine that way, but it's a little bit, more bulky and is not quite as natural in one hand as the thin line Bible. The preaching Bible is a lot bigger. It is 6.2 inches wide. It is 9.125 inches tall, and it is under just under two inches thick. And the preaching Bible is 3.62 pounds. So that is over double the thin line Bible. And that feels, you can feel the difference. It's a lot heavier, a lot bulkier, a lot bigger as well. And you can really feel that difference. So just looking at it and comparing the under, just under two inches to the just under one inch. I mean, the thin line Bible is literally half of the preaching Bible in thickness. And it's half the preaching Bible in weight, and you can really see the difference. But again, the bigger, bulkier Bible does have some uh, some good things to it. The, just the sheer gravitas of holding this up and waving this around, just showing the importance of this beautiful big book, it, it really does show uh, 
just the weight of God's word, I guess. And uh, it's it's lovely. It's beautiful to hold this up when you're preaching. It's a lovely thing. And uh, But because of the big size, because of everything, the portability is not there. It's a great Bible to maybe stay on your desk, but for carrying it around, for using it for everyday ministry, it's going to be a lot more bulky, a lot more weighty, a lot more cumbersome. And if I were to naturally pick up one to bring with me on the go, I would be bringing the thin line. However, if I were just to pick up one Bible to naturally bring me in with me to preach, the preaching Bible would be great. So the winner of the size category, if size is a major factor to you, is going to be the thin line because it's just so portable. It's such a great, nice size. Now, unless you're on the flip side, you're like, I just want a really big, really substantial, weighty Bible to show how much God's word is, how much gravity God's word has in my life. Well, then you're going to be more drawn to the preaching Bible because it does show just how big and weighty and thick God's word is. So if you like the big Bibles, you're going to like the preaching Bible. However, for me, for portability, for if we're just evaluating based on what is the best everyday Bible for a pastor, the thin line is going to win out because of its portability and the size. All right, next you want to compare the layout of the Bible. So when you open up the Bible, what's the inside page looking like? And if you look at the thin line Bible first, you'll notice the thin line Bible has a smaller eight point font. And for some people, that is a problem. If you're getting older and need reading glasses, that's going to be a little bit harder to read. For me right now in my stage of life, it's not so bad. But I do know that as I get older and as I age, that is a bit of a concern. Am I going to be able to read that eight-point font very well? Also, the double column on the thin line is nice because you get a lot more text on each page. However, also, that's a lot more clutter on each page. It's a lot more to look at on each page. And so if you're using it for preaching, for teaching, it's a little easier to lose your spot on a page when there's so much extra text. The margins on the Thin Line Bible are very small. It's very small margins. And so if you're somebody who likes to take notes in your Bible, if you're somebody who wants to write in your Bible a lot, you're not going to have a lot of room for that in this one. Also, there is some moderate ghosting on the Thinline Bible. The pages are a little bit thinner, and you can actually, if you're looking closely, you can see through the other ink on the back side of the page and even the page behind it showing a little bit through. It's not terrible. It's not the worst I've ever seen. It's still pretty good, and it doesn't really get too much in the way, but that can be a little bit distracting. It can be a little bit of a problem. Also, it's not text aligned, which means that the ink on the back side of the page is not on the exact same line as the ink on the front side of the page. So again, you're going to see the ink show through a little bit more just because they haven't done that extra step to make sure it's that way. You don't see it as much when you're reading through a narrative. But if you flip to the Psalms and you're reading through the Psalms where the text is a little bit more, uh, there's a little bit more white space in between the lines of the prose of the poetry, uh, you're going to see a lot more of that text showing through because it's not aligned and it can be a little bit distracting. It would be nice if it was text aligned. So looking at the layout of the pastor's Bible, compared to the thin line Bible, you'll notice right away that the pastor's Bible does have a little bit bigger font. The pastor's Bible bumps it up to a nine-point font, which is a little easier on the eyes. It's a little bit nicer when you're reading, not quite as big of a strain to see the text. You don't have to get as close to the Bible if your vision isn't as good. So you got to like that extra nine-point font size. Again, like the thin line, it is double column. And unlike the thin line, it does include cross references in the bottom right hand corner of every single page. So if you like the cross references for studying, you're going to like that extra cross reference in the bottom corner of each page. 
Like the thin line also, there is moderate ghosting. I think it might be a little bit better on the pastor's Bible, but it's, it's almost hard to tell any difference. It's almost indecipherable between this Bible and the thin line Bible. Also, like the thin line Bible, the pastor's Bible is not text aligned, so you're gonna see a lot more of that text through the page, especially if you're looking through the Psalms because the, the lines aren't matching up on both sides. The pastor's Bible also has very narrow margins, a lot like the thin line Bible, and you're not gonna be able to write a lot of notes in there if margins are important to you. This is not the Bible for that. All right, moving up to the preaching Bible, you're going to see that this is where the preaching Bible really shines in the layout. It's one of the reasons it's so much bigger and more expensive, but it is a single column layout. So you don't have the double columns cluttering up the page. It's just one nice big single column to read to help you stay focused on what area you were at in the text without all the extra clutter around it. It's also a much bigger font at a 10 point font. So again, that makes it easier to read a little bit bigger, way better on the eyes. If you're standing in the pulpit, you're preaching and you're looking down, you don't need to get as close or to strain as hard to see it. It's a lot more legible at a 10 point font. Also, you notice the, the margins are fairly wide. It's a good size where you could fit quite a bit of notes in there if you wanted to jump some notes down, you got that extra room. And even if you're not a note taker, just having that extra white page, extra margin on the page just really makes it a lot easier to read, a little easier on the eyes. It's just aesthetically pleasing and uh, nice to look at when you just got that extra space. Feels like you can breathe a little while you're reading the text. The ghosting from the ink showing up on the backside of the page is very minimal. You won't see a lot of the ink through. You can still see it showing through, but this one is by far the best of the three. You will see less in this one than you will in the other one. And also the really big difference you'll notice here is that this Bible, the preaching Bible, is text aligned. So the text on the back side of the page is on the exact same line as the text on the front side of the page. And so you don't see it bleeding through as much, even the stuff you can see because it's hidden behind the ink. And again, you really see the difference when you're looking at the Psalms because you see all that extra white space and the text being text aligned does not show through as much, making it a much more pleasurable reading experience, a lot less distracting. I love Love the, the attention to detail that they take, the extra mile they go in the preaching Bible to make sure that that's set up nicely for you. Again, this is a minimalist layout, kind of like the Thin Line Bible. They don't include extra cross-references. They don't include extra notes. You just got your basic textual notes, footnotes on the bottom, and your text of the, of the scripture. So if I have to pick a winning Bible for the layout of the Bible, I would have to go with the preaching Bible. I love the layout. For just the experience of reading the page, the preaching Bible does have the nicest, cleanest, most easy to read layout for me, and I love that. But I will give an honorable mention to the pastor's Bible. I do like the cross references. I do like some of the additional features in there. And so if I were studying more, I would like to have that in it a little bit more. So for just sheer reading, I will say the preaching Bible would win the layout award as the best layout for a Bible, in my opinion there. All right, next we have a test that's really important for preachers, and that is the lay flat test. That's also the Genesis 1 or the Revelation 22 test, right? This is the test that says if I open my Bible up and I'm preaching from Genesis chapter 1 and I leave it on my note stand, is it going to stay open to Genesis chapter 1 or is it going to start closing up on me? If I open it up to Revelation and I'm preaching in the end of my Bible in Revelation 22, is it going to stay open or is it going to start closing on me and I'm going to lose my spot or have to set something on top of the Bible to weigh it down? 
And so when you're doing the lay flat test, the thin line Bible struggled. It, it did. Just opening it up to Genesis 1, it started to creep back up and it did not stay open. It, it, it almost closed. It didn't quite close, but it made me really, really, really nervous. And even after using it for a good month, it still is, is struggling on staying open at Genesis chapter 1 does not lay flat very well. It doesn't close, but it doesn't lay flat very well. So it's doable, but you're going to have to put something something to weigh down on it, like maybe set your phone on top of it or something else to weigh it down, to hold it down if you were to use it for preaching and wanted it to stay open on that page. And again, in Revelation 22, I opened it up and left it there on the table and it's again, just creeped up, creeped up, creeped up. And literally over a matter of minutes, it just kept slowly going until it stopped. It didn't quite close, but it still kind of just hovered, just barely open to the point where it would be a big distraction. And that makes me really, really nervous because I would be afraid that a rogue gust of wind or the air conditioner kicks on. And before you know it, all of a sudden that thing is is gone or I'm getting windy in the pulpit right and I'm breathing too hard, getting excited and uh, something happens or I'm waving my hands around and that gust of wind could blow that cover shut. And that makes me really, really nervous to use something like the thin line strictly for preaching. It's doable, but you're gonna want something to weigh it down or to hold it open for you to keep it there, to just to set on that page. And so that makes it not quite as ideal. And that's where the thin line really begins to struggle if you're thinking about it for an all around Bible for a pastor. Now, the pastor's Bible, as I mentioned in the previous review, did pretty good on the stay flat test. It opened up to Genesis chapter one and it held there, but it creeped up a little ways, making me a little nervous, but it was usable. And if you were to set something on it, it would be just fine. And again, in Revelation 22, when you opened it all the way up, it it stayed open, but it creeped up and creeped up and kind of held at an angle. And again, made me a little nervous, but it was much better, I ought to say, than the thin line. Now. Having the same cover, the genuine leather in the pastor's Bible and the genuine leather in the thin line, I would have expected them to operate about the same with a similar cover, but I think just the extra size and the extra length on the cover in the pastor's Bible does help in this regard. It gives it a little bit more weight on the end of the page, so when it's folded over, it stays down a little bit better than the smaller page with less weight in the thin line. And that's another place where I think the pastor's Bible does make a better Bible for preaching or just leaving open on your desk than the thin line. Now, looking at the preaching Bible, this again is where the preaching Bible really shines for preaching because if you opened it up, when I did the lay flat test and you opened it up to Genesis 1, it laid flat and it stayed flat and there was no concerns, no worries there for me whatsoever with just that beautiful flexible cover and everything else. And then again, in Revelation 22, you opened it up and it laid flat and it stays flat. And with that, there is no concerns using this for preaching. The preaching Bible is by far the best of the three when it comes to laying flat on a note stand, on a table, on your desk. No concerns there about it closing up on you. You can rest assured and trust this thing is gonna hold your place for you. And that is really, really important when you're preaching because you don't want distractions, you don't want your Bible shutting up on you. That'd be a huge problem. So the winner of the lay flat test by far is the preaching Bible. I give the pastor's Bible a nod saying, okay, you passed, but you could use a little work. But then the thin line Bible, you're making me nervous. You're barely staying 
open and I'd be very concerned about using this just in Genesis 1 and in Revelation 22. If you're in the middle of the Bible, it's going to hold open for you, but it's just not as good as the other Bibles in the early sections or in the later sections. All right, last but not least, you need to talk about some of the additional features of the Bible because that's one of the things that sets the Bibles apart. The Thinline Bible does have a concordance in the back, which is really helpful to have if you're trying to look up something, trying to reference something, it's nice to have a concordance here. So if I'm looking up something like disobedience, there it lists a few different references. There's, there's some really great references in here uh, if you're trying to find a specific topic or something to cro to reference as you're studying, as you're preparing a sermon. As a pastor, somebody asks you a question about something and it kind of puts you on the spot and you're like, oh shoot, I can't remember what's that verse again. It'd be really easy to go to their concordance, find the topic that the person asked about real quick, find the reference to what page it's on, and then pull up that verse to share with that person as you're helping counsel them or give them some references or just answer questions that they have about their faith. So the concordance included in there is real nice. There's also some maps in the back, which can be helpful if you want to reference them as you're studying. And a big difference to the Thinline Bible compared to the others is that the words of Christ are in red. Now, some people love that because it really stands out. It shows, okay, this is everywhere that Jesus is speaking, and that's really great. It highlights the words of Christ, which carry that extra oomph, that extra importance, because this is something that Jesus spoke. Uh, that's great. However, it can be a downside when you're preaching because it makes it a little bit harder to read. The text in red is not quite as bold, not quite as dark as the text in black. And so that can be a drawback when it comes to preaching or teaching and you're standing in front of everybody and you don't want to miss, lose your place or you don't want to struggle with reading it. So could be a plus could be a negative, but that's something you need to know about. Also, the Thinline Bible does have one ribbon marker, which is really handy, really helpful. I use it as I'm reading through the Bible just to keep my place so I can flip back to it really quick. Or if you're preaching to hold that spot of where the text is that you're primarily preaching from, it's great to have that extra ribbon in there. And it's a good, solid ribbon. It does the job. Now, the pastor's Bible has two ribbons, so you get a little bit extra for your money there. You get that second ribbon, which can be helpful if you're flipping back and forth to different spots. Some people love that extra ribbon. That's great. Also, the pastor's Bible comes loaded with extra pastoral resources. So in the beginning of the Bible, you're going to have some extra articles and things to help you. In the middle of the Bible, you're also going to have something between the Old Testament and the New Testament where there's going to be a bunch of different helpful resources for you about how to do a baptism service or a funeral service or a wedding service, which can be really helpful. Although I will say I don't really like it in the middle of the Bible, but I can see why they put it in there if someone were to be holding it open and literally just kind of reading off of it or using it as notes as they're performing a service. It's nice having the Bible in the middle so it stays open. And there are some things in there that are great. There's some things in there that are helpful. There are some things in there that I'm not such a fan of because I don't do infant baptism and there's an infant baptism thing in there. That's one thing I'm like, oh, don't really need that. And again, in the back, there's more resources. And then a few spots in between in the text, there are a few little articles that are helpful geared just to pastors. So if you like that, that's a good little bonus thing in there for you. Not absolutely necessary, but it can be really helpful. And then as I mentioned earlier, there is the cross references in the text that the other two Bibles do not have. So you got the extra cross references in there for when you're studying. As far as additional features for the preaching Bible, there are two ribbons, just like the pastor's Bible, although these ribbons are crazy long, and I probably want to trim them up at some point because they're just so big. And if you like long ribbons, though, there you go. You got them. Um, 
And the layout and everything inside is very minimal. And there's a few maps in the back. There's a few tables of like weights and measures in the back. But other than that, it's pretty bare bones, pretty minimum, just minimalist, get to the text. Not a lot of additional features in the preaching Bible. So if you're looking for additional features, if you want those extra things in your Bible, the winner of this category would have to be the pastor's Bible. There's a lot more helps in there. There's a lot more practical resources that are help pastors, especially if you're just getting started in ministry and you need those extra resources. Courses. And having the cross references, having those extra things in there really are a nice add. So you're getting more value, I think, in the pastor's Bible if you're looking for those additional resources, that extra ribbon, the extra helps, the extra articles, different sermons that you can do. I think that's really helpful. So the winner of that category, if you're looking for additional features, would have to be the pastor's Bible. Best one for the pastors that I've seen so far. All right, so is the ESV Thinline Bible the best all-around Bible for pastors? And I would say mostly yes. Um, it really is a great all-around Bible. If you could only get one Bible, you're on a tight budget, you don't mind the eight-point font and the more compact sizes that benefit to you, then I think, yes, the Thin Line is a great Bible all-around for pastors. It's not the best for preaching, but for an everyday all-around Bible, you really can't go wrong with the Thin Line. It's a great Great, great Bible. And the beauty of this one is you can get different covers. If you like the genuine leather, you can go genuine leather. If you want the goat skin, like the preaching Bible, I haven't tested that one out. That might lay flat a lot better. And uh, you could go with that one in a more uh, premium options. So there's a lot of different versions out there. The Thin Line is a great Bible. It's really easy to see why so many pastors love this Bible, why so many use it as their everyday carry throw in their bag, throw in their car, bring with them to the Bible study, bring with them to the counseling session, bring with them everywhere, study out of it, read out of it. It's a great all-around Bible, just not the best for preaching and not the best if you want a little bit bigger font size. For portability and affordability, the ESV Thinline is the best all-around Bible for your budget for a pastor who is money conscious, who just wants a really good quality Bible that will last them for years in ministry you can't go wrong with it. Pick it up if you're considering it. Hey, thanks for listening to Pro Preacher. If you found this episode to be helpful, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And please help others find us by leaving a quick review or sharing this show with someone who could benefit from hearing it too. For show notes and more content like this, go to ProPreacher.com. Thanks. I'll see you in the next episode.